because when you have an officer basically around the neck area. To... These two retired Vegas cops now podcast hosts. They don't have ID, they can't get into a hotel room. To, to get them the help they need, especially if someone even gets arrested. A lot of people don't know how the justice system works. But I want someone to actually know them and, and know that it's... Hey, hopefully, hey, no fingers in the air. We got a finger in the air. We got David Colmeyer, the problem solver. Welcome today to the problem solver every single week, bringing on amazing people. Today, as usual, my famous superstar celebrity Cambodian host, Janti. Janti is here. Hello, Thank you. darling. Hello. Thank you, Janti. How Hello, are you you're welcome. You're welcome. Came all the way here from Henderson, flew yeah. in, and I appreciate you uh, to being grace here. grace you with my presence. Yes, I know. Yes. I know. Thank you so much. My today. Pleasure. We have a special <laughs> guest. We have Sally Allen, who is... Well, welcome, Sally. Sally, Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited Yay. to be here. Everyone yeah. is always excited to be on The Problem Solver. It's kind of a common <laughs> thing here. So Sally Allen is a coach, a speaker, an author, a podcaster. Is there anything else you don't do? Savior. I'm a... No, no. I, I think that that's about... That, co and that covers just about everything, if you everything. think about it. Yeah. What about therapy? No therapy? That there is. is some therapy in there. There's mentoring. I did mentoring okay. for several years also. So that's where I started. So as usual, when we bring people here on the show, we want people here to help my co-host, Janti, go to another level. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, just me. Not not him. I'm completely fine. Not There's Cole no Meyer. issues. He's yeah. so normal. Listen, the fact that you said you're completely fine Means tells me normal. that you're not normal. See, she's, she's a smart, smart, not fine. smart gal. You know, you know what? It's okay to mm -hmm. not be okay. I like that. That, mm -hmm. Is that your slogan? It's okay? That's like a good church. No, no. I, I looked at you and I just thought, I, I felt like you needed that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Thank you, Sally. I do, I do need that. She, I need help. That's she, why they say, actually, okay. that women go to therapy and men start podcasts. Mm -hmm. So ah. I'm here. Instead of going to therapy, it's much more expensive. Yeah, yeah, They don't yeah. accept insurance. So here's like, hey, let's go to Sticky Buzz. Let's yeah. open up a studio. Let's open up a you know podcast. Yeah. Well, listen. Every time I come in, I I can ping you, and you can come in for a thirty minute session. I'll be happy. So I've that. been doing a podcast, aka therapy, for the last twenty years. And how's that mm -hmm. working out for you? It's not working out. It just doesn't <laughs> stop. I just got to keep coming weekly. They keep saying keep come weekly. Yeah. It's going to really help out. And yeah, I'm on yeah. my twenty first year now at the Problem Solver. <laughs> so it's been a long time. I think it's helped yeah. him out a little bit. John T has only been here for seventeen bit. years. She's been doing it for seventeen years. Wow. Seventeen, yeah. So, That's a long time, right? So let's back up a little. You guys have been podcasting for 17 years? No. 21 for me, 17 with her. Don't believe What's he talking what about? he I says. I was like, wait a minute. It's, it doesn't make sense. Shanti, I want to say something. Sure. He said, you, you're from Cambodia? Yes. I visited Cambodia seven times. <gasps> really? Just I for... left my heart in Cambodia. Wow. I went for volunteering. There is, there is an NGO there that works with sex traffic kids. <gasps> And oh. I just couldn't stop going you back. So I did angel. it for seven years. Wow. That's a lot. You seven years? An angel. Yeah. So like seven I times? Kept, I kept going back every year. What made um, you do Cambodia? Like what made you? So I, I like to do things that people are afraid to do mm -hmm. and that people don't like to do. They're called like the bottom of the barrel volunteering. Um, I like to go in jails. I started going in jails 20 years ago, yeah. putting people in jails. And then... 
um, there was this trip to Cambodia, and I thought, why not go check it out? When I, I had the time and the resources to do it, so I, I went there, Dude. and what I saw, what I witnessed, and what I experienced just broke my heart, That's and I, sad. once you know, you know. Yeah. You, I couldn't stop going back. I just went back every year and helped that NGO. Do you work with an organization, or are you doing it yourself? So our church partner with an organization called Agape International Ministries, okay. and they've been there for, God, over 20 years helping wow. children. What do you do when yeah. you're there? Just curious. So when we're there, it, it's, it's so important. I, we bring leadership training because what they, what they do is empower the Cambodians to actually take over different parts of the ministry when they're rescued. Mm -hmm. They have a restoration home for the girls mm -hmm. and they are empowering them to get jobs. So we go there, you know, we do a little bit of English lessons with them and we do leadership training, but also mm -hmm. with the little kids, here's the key, the brick factories, you know about the brick factories. Mm, the no. kids that work in the brick factories, they're the ones who are being trafficked and you ready for this? By their parents. Some of them are trafficked when they are two years old. Oh my God. By, by their family. By too. their families. Yeah. Now. So sick. We are taught we do something called Kids Club with them, and we, we show them what proper touching is because they don't know what proper touching is. So that's one of the things uh, we do also when we're there. We love on the kids yeah. and, and just show them, like, you know, what, what it looks like. Will you let me know when you do that next, when you go? I would love to be a part of that. Yes. I just don't know how to get into it because, I, you know, I, I don't have the resources and I don't know a lot of people. I'm kind of yes. in my own little world, but I would love, love, love to be able to go back and help. Yeah, absolutely. With you, with I'll you. let you know next oh, time you go. God. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're an Definitely. angel. Thank you for doing that. I mean, it's amazing. Cambodia keeps coming up, too, with a lot with the sex trafficking yeah, you know, places. Yeah. I mean, Cambodia is like a huge place for it. And I mean, I don't see that, obviously, when I go because I'm not going to those right. places or right. areas. We went to Swipak, a little village in yeah. Swipak. It was infested with... Um, brothels and and the organization went in and changed the entire village into a restoration area so wow. it's super cool wow. who's, who's coming into like two-year-olds or the other like ages young ages like are they coming from like tourists that are coming into mm -hmm. westerners westerners a lot of americans a lot of americans a lot of americans americans yeah, are fucking sick you know amazing yeah, i haven't I seen americans. the you know the movie that just came out yeah, Sound um, of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. It's Have you seen it? It's intense. It's very intense. I want yes. to do something where, you know, where we take over, even though it's been out for about a week or something like that, just to, like, have a, you know, rent out a theater and anyone that wants to see that, basically. Yeah. They can come see it. Remember the, that know? thing you did in downtown last time? Yeah, I wanted to do, like, a big theater yeah. and just, like, put it out to anyone let's, that wants to come down to watch do a movie. Let's do that. That, yeah, Coming that up? would be amazing. It's, it's such an intense movie. I saw you saw my post today, and uh, it's interesting this coming up because I didn't know this topic was going to come up. But basically, they were saying that uh, Trump was saying, right? You saw that post? Yes, that, that he will, um, uh, what, kill? <laughs> pretty no, he was much. saying a death penalty death for anyone penalty, that does yeah, yeah. Um, crimes against sex trafficking, right? Yeah, sex trafficking. Yeah, sex trafficking. Good, good for him. It's God. interesting that, you know, that one would say that, you know, traditionally. I'll pull it up for you, Dave. He'll pull yeah, it up? No, that's amazing. Um, I saw that. What are your thoughts with that? I mean, you would think that it's actually, you, you would think that. That's one of them that should be. Well, death penalty, right? Extremely they're serious. Gonna, but this is just as serious. They're going to eliminate half of the uh, Americans. They're disgusting. Yeah. yeah. 
It's, yeah, well, the thing is, but, but the problem with it is that most of them are going right to, I haven't seen the movie, are going to like Cambodia, right? Yeah. Where they're going to these uh, Asian co- um, different countries. countries. Right, different, yeah. different countries. They go to the yeah. countries. But a lot of it also is happening right in your backyard. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's, a it's, lot it's, happens here. We a lot to, happens yeah. here, yeah. It does scare me in regards to like even like my kids being young. Like I keep saying that I want like a GPS like in their body somehow or, you know, no, if you get a, don't if get you Mark get, of the Beast, please. No, but if you get like a wristband or something like that, right? Someone, like if you get kidnapped, I'm kind of concerned because I have two young you know, girls. That's and mm-hmm. like if you put a wristband, right, someone can take it off. Or I was thinking yeah. about the the Apple, what do you call it, those? Um, the, the Find Your Phone? On, on, isn't there no, an the, app? No, what do you call it, the Apple? George, what do you call it? Air tags. The Air tags, like putting them right, in your right. sneakers and like doing a little bit yeah. more in general. I you mean, know, they go to a school, right? So they're fine mm-hmm. for the time being, but... You know, it would be funny if all this propaganda with what they're doing now with everything coming out and us seeing... You know, with our eyes now, all the all this disgusting stuff that's coming yeah. out and that's really prevalent around the whole world, right? Yeah. I wonder if this is kind of a, a setup to get into the chipping. I mean, that yeah. would be one reason, right? Hey, yeah. you want to protect your kids from getting kidnapped, from right, getting right. sex traffic, whatever. They're using it as propaganda, possibly, to get everyone chipped. It, Careful with that. Yeah, it could what's, be. But what, what I so what's would the negative do, side in regards to the chipping? So before I mean, we go my, to the chipping, I, I want to say we'll if, if if you want to help your children, I would say make them aware. And, and the way you make them aware is that you understand how they're being recruited, how young children are being recruited for sex trafficking. But some are just getting snatched up. Some are just mm-hmm. getting snatched up, yeah. But for the most part, they're being recruited. And the way they're being recruited, and, and this happens more in the, um, you know, in, in like Small the North places. Las Vegas or, oh. or the poor neighborhoods because the kids that don't have parents who are home and they're looking for that attention, yes. right? You have these pimps go into the area mm-hmm. and what they do is they, they give them attention. They give them things yeah. and eventually they lure them away like yes. that. But there is... Um, Gosh, I did it years ago. I, I I did several classes, but I remember years ago they were talking about the the CEO pimps. There were different types of pimps. Oh yes, yes. There's a sophisticated, and then there's the CEO pimps mm-hmm. who actually um, older girls will tell them they'll find them jobs and they'll bring them to different states, and mm-hmm. then they isolate them from their parents and and um, yeah, with the, they'll give them jobs, and it's not like modeling jobs or anything. So we'll give you real jobs, and that's how they they bring those girls and isolate them from. So there are so many different ways they do it. It's not just snatching. Yeah, it's, scary. it's It's a very sophisticated operation. Yes, there was some type of video about George. I'm not sure if you'd find it, but they were interviewing a guy who did like sex trafficking that got out of jail. Yeah. And he was saying, "How much of you could find this one?" Because I haven't seen it, but he was saying, "Romeo pimp." Gorilla Pimp and yeah. CEO and Pimp. CEO Pimp. And Romeo Pimp used to be, yeah. uh, uh, it was called Romeo. something else. No, yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's a different name for it. Cupcake. It used to be called Cupcake, Cupcake. Pimpin'. Yeah. yeah, that's when they're your boyfriend, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Or act they're like sh- your boyfriend. They're sugar daddy and they give you whatever you yes. want. Yes, yes. Yeah. Man. But in the interview, they were saying how that if the person, you know, um, doesn't have like a father figure, you know, or if they're very big with... Um, going to church they would stay away from them like you know basically they were looking for certain people like a profiling of someone right. that would be a good victim you know like if you were going to go to the church a lot you're more likely to talk to the pastor or priest right or if you don't have a father figure then basically more likely to infiltrate right. the family member but i'm not sure if you could find that if you look around but um i wanted yeah, to but see how the video about, but how but about like this? how they're really trying to victimize and really 
But how about okay. these pedophiles that are acting like the head of the community, you know, on the DL? Well, a lot of these pedophiles. police, right? And yes. all these... Uh, so how do you even know... Diocese, the how do you even church? know how to protect yourself and your family and your kids from someone yeah. that right. you think... I always, you know, with you my know, kids, I think, I think with my kids in general, like when I'm with them, I, I always try to do like either affirmations because we don't learn like self-improvement in school. I'm sure you, you could talk about that as well as being a coach, but we don't learn self-improvement in school and positive right. stuff. So when I'm with them, I'm always saying no one touches you, no one right. puts hands on you, you talk with us, like constantly saying it, you know, you're yeah. not to be a victim. Even if someone tries to push them or hurt them, right. you push back, you know, and I'll even play I'll even role play a little bit with them, like saying, like, you know, it sounds kind of crazy, like, hey, little girl, come over here, you know? And then she's fighting me back. So, what, like, muscle memory right. that if something happens, that she knows to do that. And I try to do pretty, you know, mm -hmm. I haven't done it in a little bit, but I need to, like, get back and do it because I want yeah. them to be prepared of what it That's would right. sound like, what it would look like, how yeah. would it feel. And I always say, if it feels uncomfortable, that you have to say something. But even with bullying, right? Or, you know, in yeah. the classroom, like little things. Coming I'm from you might about, be, like, really real. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> So uh, this is a serious topic. How, you think how, about. how old is your daughter? Um, eight, I have two girls, eight and six, and then I have a boy that's four. Eight and six. So, so when, when, when they get older, for sure, one of the things, um, because s pimps tend to recruit young, young boys, 14, 16, and then they go to the younger girls. Mm -hmm. So even at that age, they recruit them and they go to the younger girls, and you'll never know. So if somebody's yeah. giving you stuff and they're buying you stuff and, and they're young, it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. Yeah. But one of the things I want to say, do you know why the sex traffic industry thrives so much? Why? Because human body is recurring revenue. If you sell drugs and you sell weapons, it's an exchange and it's over. It's one time, right? It's one time, but uh -huh. the human body is just a... Continuous. Continuous. It's just recurring yeah. revenue. And... Um, it's ridiculous how much money they it's make. So it's just rid ridiculous. Yeah, some of these kids are being raped like 30, 40 times in a day. Apparently. Oh, yeah. You know? In Cambodia, there, there's, a, there's a line called 22 um, bracelet line. I forgot to wear my bracelet. But, um, but, but it's called 22, like this girl, 22 times a day. And they would log it, everybody who comes in, 22 times <sighs> a day. Oh, my 22 God. Times. She wasn't even a teenager. The crazy... Um, just lost my train of thought in regards to that, but I was going <laughs> to say something about no. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to throw you off course. <laughs> no, it, I mean it's, it's, a it's crazy. Though. No, it's a it's a crazy situation. Um, I just yeah. don't know, like in America, like you think how this stuff you know would get away in general, but the truth is that happens all over. It happens. Yeah, um, it, yeah. it happens. And America's over. just going outside of here to do it, but obviously they do it here too, you know, until they get caught. Oh, man. Well, I'm kind of more concerned also these days. I feel like when the kids are, like, on the front of the house, you know, someone could just grab them and so on. Oh, I saw a video the other day. Um, I don't know if I played it. I sent it to you where the woman says, do not let your daughters go to the um, bathroom by themselves. Like, if you could see the bathroom, like, mm -hmm. you still go with them. And I've done it recently once because it got a little bit older where, like, I was with my younger son, and I could see the bathroom and say, hey, go together mm -hmm. right. to the bathroom. I could watch. And then when I watched this TikTok video... Basically, was saying that we shouldn't allow you know the go there because I don't know if it's this is kind of maybe wrong to say I don't know what the video said but like a lot of men are like playing they're the inside. transgender oh, they're inside waiting yes. you know stuff like that like little weird stuff going on these days yeah yeah and um, 
So that's one concern that I have. So these days, I kind of, the other day I went to the bathroom and I think I opened up the bathroom just to check, you yes. know? Like I don't want to be like a pervert that I'm looking into the <laughs> right, girls' right, bathroom. I'm right. sending the girls in. Now they're getting a little bit older. I mean, I can take them to the, you know, the men's bathroom, but they're a little bit older now. So if they're right. going themselves and I'm standing outside, like it's weird, you know, in general. I even told my wife that I, that I think it's, um, you know, you got to be really careful. Yeah. I guess that's what's good about, I guess, social media. You watch some of these videos. But also, I'm afraid, like I said, someone could just grab them or take them from the car. You just, yeah. you it just kind of makes know. me really nervous that so you just it. don't know, yeah. you know? Yeah, you have to be careful. Um, so careful. You know, I was just thinking about all this the other day. And I, when I was in elementary school, and I yeah. grew up in Texas, uh, elementary, okay, mind you, I was very tiny. And we were walking to school. We walked about, I don't know, at least three miles or something. My parents, whatever, they were kind of doing their own thing. So I was very self-sufficient even in... And I remember walking to school and walking back. And there was to be like a small group of us and we're all the same age, but yeah. I'm like thinking, wow, I'm so lucky I didn't get kidnapped. You know, that or I was an ugly child, you know? So they're like, we don't need I, to get her. I can't see you being an ugly child. <laughs> but it's like, it was amazing. Yeah, we were like five, six, seven years yeah. old, just yeah. walking by ourselves along yeah. the side of the road home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did the same never, growing yeah, up too. Ne never got abducted or, I mean, I'm getting abducted right. now or yeah. people are trying to abduct me now that I'm older. In regards to the uh, chipping, <laughs> um, chipping, what are your thoughts with that? I always like the fact Don't of the chipping. do Why? it. Don't do it because... Can you do it? Is it something you can do now? You're starting to. Okay. My opinion on the chip-in, and this is just my opinion, when I logically think about it and I don't listen to the news or I don't listen to you or listen to you, logically, mm -hmm. I don't know what's in that chip and what they're tracking. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. They created a chip and said, okay, it's so that we can find you. It's cheap as we can find you. But, but you don't know what's in there. Yeah. The For me, yeah, I, I don't I mean, know. You see it in movies chip. like the army movies it's, where they put a chip inside, it's controlled. right? It's get, it's gonna I, be. Yeah, but I, if I I'm doing it for my, if I'm doing it for my kids because I want to make sure that God puts something to happen, how else? Where the hell do you know where they go in? I mean, that's why you got them on milk carton boxes. Like, how do you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it like I'm not Putting the government. Shoes. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, is if you, if I don't I, want if, somebody to chip me. You know, it's a perfect example. When you rob a bank, yeah. have you ever robbed a bank before? Yes. Yes, several times. So if you know about robbing a bank, normally they put like um. In the money, a die pack, yeah. so that if you walk out of the bank or far away, it blows up and money yeah. basically becomes bad. Mm -hmm. Or they could be GPS. So what they do is they'll go somewhere where there's a bucket of water, and they'll dip the money into the water yes. because it basically will stop the GPS device from working. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's been it's a little to, bit. It's good to know. It's good to know if you ever mm -hmm. rob a bank. We, yeah. we didn't do that when we bring a bucket of water. <laughs> We're still here though. So there's different. <laughs> so to me personally, if I was going to kidnap somebody, right, I would take off all their clothes, their backpack, get rid of everything because they'd be concerned yeah. about some type of device or sure. a phone or whatever it may be. The only way of doing it is the chip where you can't get that out of the person's body. The problem with the chip is, okay, now this is on the Bible. I don't know if you read the Bible. Maybe you don't, right? Because you're Jewish. Tell me. Yeah. So it this is the start of the, it, it's going towards the holy war. Of and the, the end chip times. Of the end times. The and end the chip times. is one of them. Now, maybe we can't even help it. You know, this is yeah. just the progression of life as we know it. Or someone reading the Bible, some extremist, and going, ah, I'm going to make this happen. happen yeah. Especially the people with all the money. The chip and the currency. They're fucking the, the, bored. The yeah, yeah, they're bored. And I'm telling you, it's all control. Leading to the end times right now of, our, of, uh, of humanity, you know, not of Earth, obviously, but of our humanity, this is, you're allowing them. You know, you're just like with the COVID, we allowed them to do all the stuff that we, you know, that we did, the lockdown and everything. But what about just the fact that I want to find my kid? God forbid the kid gets kidnapped. So, so I have a thought I don't on think that. The chip is going to be a good idea. That's so, a thing. why. What but, else? But, what but I do have I have? a thought on that because I feel, 
at the end of the day, I'm not going to talk you out of doing what you feel you need to do for your children. I just don't know what are the choice you have. Yeah, you know, for your children. exactly. And I, I won't talk you out of that. My personal opinion, I, I don't, don't know you could do chipped, it. Though. But um, dogs are being chipped. Yeah. Right. Dogs are being uh, chipped. Animals are being animals chipped. Are yeah. being I, don't, chipped. I, don't, I don't know if they're allowing the, um, humans to be so chipped. So I don't know if they're it's starting, happening, but but it, it will. Uh, I know it will happen. It will happen. They're testing it right it now. On George is looking it up here. They're already testing George, it on some humans. Yes. George is like God from like yeah. afar. God, what do we got? Yeah, yeah, so it says that oh there's Lord. a company uh, that's like implanted a like small safety pin device in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that device does, I'm trying to figure out for you, but they said it's like 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Stand well, by you, on me finding well, out. They're, we'll yeah, what they're also trying to do with, with the whole chipping thing, they're trying to get to that bankless system, okay? So the chip yeah. is going to be another propaganda for them to use and say, okay, now you're gonna, we're going to go cashless. We're going to go bankless. You're going to have this chip. Your, your life is going to be so much easy. You, you don't have to do anything. You go to the uh, store. Yeah, you walk out. They're just going to scan. You don't need it. Yeah. It's a payment device. Yes. It's a payment device. I told yeah. you. This is the start. I'm telling you, this is how the control is happening. I mean, they yeah. already sampled. They already gave us a little sample with COVID, okay? That, that was just a trial area, era, just to see how people react, how the world would react. Remember, they got the whole world at the same time. Yeah. The, this chip thing, trust me, it's going to lead to even more control. Now, if you like to be controlled and you would like to live in a society where someone can tell you what to do and what not to do and shut your money off at any time, then please go with the chip. But... But, you know, at the end of this, you're going to be divided. You're going to have the people that will be against that, and then you're going to have people that are for that. So now those people are going to be warring against each other. And we are, I mean, and, and I guess we we're all going to die though, anyways. Right, we have started with the warring during are, COVID, right? Absolutely. We had started that with the warring for the same reason. Should purpose. we have the COVID, should we have the vaccine, or should we not? Right. Is there the nan- nanochips in the vaccine, or there isn't? Is there isn't? You, you know, mm-hmm. we, we're already doing that. Yeah. But what she's talking about, I, I speak that language, that's biblical uh, mm-hmm. language she's talking about. It's all chronologically documented in the Bible. And happening and right now. And it's happening right now. Yeah. No, it's definitely. Like I said, I don't know what other choice there would be really. I mean, well, besides you teaching do have self a defense or even that, if I had five people try well, to grab we, you, yeah. put you in a van. Oh, you need the choice. And as far yeah. as, uh, well, yeah. But, even, but let me ask you a question. Even we, being a female, where you're more likely to be victimized in general. But I listen, mean, for your safety as well. What are, you, what are your thoughts? David, I mean, listen, we have been this way. Okay, human kind have been this way. I mean, for how many thousands, thousands of years? We didn't, they didn't get chipped before. So we survived all this time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what do you think the chip's going to do for us? I just think God forbid something happened to my child today. Yeah. I would somehow be able to go to some GPS system and look up where all my child is if they got kidnapped. I mean, that's this the basic life, I'm thinking of. Right? But, but I would George, say... what, George, our engineer, what do you think? What, what's your about take on chipping? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're going to just... My kids. It's, it's uh, in regards to your kids, like, it's not going to matter because they're going to withhold all your money and you won't be able to feed your kids yeah. unless you get the chip. Boom. You're chipped, like that's that's where this is headed, a hundred percent. And yeah, it, I I don't think in a in a small scale, very convenient. All right, it's helping expedite life and the speed that we're moving. Yeah, but at a at a mass scale, like mm-hmm. it's the start of a lot of things that people won't be happy about. And trust me, a lot of people, especially gun wielding Americans, are going yeah. to fucking lose it. We oh, will yeah. have oh, yeah. our own little civil war again mm-hmm. over oh, chippers and totally. non-chippers. Oh, yeah. totally. And it's being presented in such an attractive way that 
we will make your life easier. easier. You don't have to handle money. You yeah. don't have to handle credit yeah. cards. You don't have to do any of that. We'll make it so, so easy, easy for you. Um, and, and it gets worse than that. Like, it gets so much worse than the that. The propaganda of government. Yes. You know, that's so much worse. Mm -hmm. Giving the government so much control. Do mm -hmm. you want that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. You, okay. Do you own guns, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're a cop, so I would assume that you would. And you are for gun. Are, are you? Yeah, yeah, gun? absolutely. Like, I, like okay, I said, okay. I just think of my children. I mean, I guess on the larger scale, that's a different story. I think one of yeah. the movies even showed once where they scan it for money-wise, their arm had, you know, some type of skew, you know, skew code, mm -hmm. and they scanned it and stuff like that. I forgot what the movie was. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm just kind of concerned with the kids. I mean, like I said, there is a big yeah. issue of the whole government's doing it for everybody. My main thing is, look, God forbid my kids get, you know, kidnapped. Things are more violent, dangerous. They're good-looking kids. They're girls. You know, like, I'm just concerned. Okay. If I'm concerned about them going to the bathroom, getting raped or something happening to them, right? And getting but, nervous. But let yeah. me ask you this. Like I said, the the, the Apple, what do you call it? Um, AirTag. AirTag. Yeah. Basically, I keep, I don't know why I keep forgetting that. Apple. But the AirTags, I mean, I think it's a good start in regards to putting yeah. to the shoes and so on. Something cheap that you can track, but because like, I'm just still concerned. But let me that's, ask. That's for a quick GPS location, yeah. but if something happens long term, you're assuming they get rid of their clothes or something. David, um, let me ask you this, okay? So let's say the chip is implemented and we have it in our kids, right? Okay, the kidnappers or the sex traffickers that's going to kidnap your kids, I mean, I think that would be advanced, just as advanced. They're going to have a, probably some kind of tracking device where they can find the chip exactly where it's at and just cut it out. Well, that's like that movie. Or even deactivate it. They're yeah. probably yeah. devices or to de deactivate, deactivate it. it. I mean, yeah, I think exactly. for the so, time being what right is that now, do for you? with technology, I don't think that they would be that advanced in regards to criminalistic mm. mindset would be like, oh, let me go check for, you know, you there's know. always over time when the chip is out when they'll have they'll that. have that yeah. there's always a light darkness ying yeah, yeah. they will have no, that saying, over somebody's the gonna come level. up with over that the next on the five same ten level. years on this, on same yeah. i would say today on the most part if i was a criminal they would not have some type of device for figuring that out but they maybe will. five years from now or yeah. ten years from now right david when the chip comes out and and that is available to the public some type of device to they check. will have that device but i'm saying for the time being the anti-chippers will already have their device if that's right. the word anti-chipper okay. they will have so let's so the bottom line is yeah. <laughs> yeah. a good situation <laughs> we're gonna have there's, there's gonna be a new uh, just don't allow house. it please there's gonna be a new podcast called uh what is it chip Chippers. Fucking chip junkies. Cool ranch. Chip, ju chip junkies. Cool <laughs> ranch. And all they do is talk about chip, chip, chip junkies. Do not like Bitcoin. allow any more okay. of your freedom to be taken, taken away, away from you. That's right. Please. This became like a whole you Republican thing. Like freedom yeah. rights. Trump. I got I'll guns. Bring in the no, it's not about, I'm not talking about Trump. Uh, uh, you know, This has nothing yeah. to do with Trump. It, okay. it really isn't. This all right. Is about so, your civil right. Liber so, liberty. So Sally, besides the chip, besides you specializing in chips, She's the one that invented it. She's invented it. You don't even okay, know. Besides Cambodia, which <laughs> is, honestly is great work that you're doing yeah. in general. And um, so you have a podcast as well. So tell us a little bit oh, more yeah. about coach, speaker, podcast, author. Tell us more about that. Whatever um, you say, don't say chip. No. Whatever you say, <laughs> we're here focused. We just spent two hours and 33 minutes with <laughs> a chip. I can't chip my children. Angry. I'm all screwed. America's going downhill. Yeah, it's emotional. <laughs> we're basically all screwed. Thanks to John T. So, so let me. You you guys will find this interesting, mm -hmm. where I grew up, in my country. What is which is your when country? Guyana, Kentucky, oh. Guyana in South <laughs> America, Kentucky. <laughs> really? Do you know where Guyana, Guyana. is in South America? I yeah, I know I of the country, but I've you know. Oh, you know the country? It's not Ghana because everybody says Ghana. Ghana. Guyana. It's Guyana. Guyana. Yeah, I, I always yes. thought it was Guyana. 
It's okay. You can okay. say Guiana to okay. that. Tomato, tomato. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yes. So, I think you will find it's very interesting that during... Um, I, I grew up in a very violent culture. So, during the <laughs> political season... <laughs> I don't know. I just kept my wife's story out. <laughs> during political season... You're talking season. like serious shit. You're like laughing right now. <laughs> I know. You guys are... We have two parties, right? We, ha okay. we have two parties in the country. And, and, and during the, the political season, if you don't vote for who they want you to vote, they go after you with a machete. <gasps> and they slice you to pieces. Yeah, see? You want that? That's what the chip's going to do to you. <laughs> I know, I'm talking no, about they're taking the chip out with the with the machete. I'm telling you. So so that's where my story started. From wow. that's where my story started. How old were you when you left? Am I, I, was, I was 21 when I left. Okay. It was How was you growing very, up there? It was a very third world country. Yeah. We had no electricity. Uh, um, we didn't even have a TV when I was growing up, or a telephone, or we just barely had running water. So communism it was very then? poor. It was communism. It, it wasn't. We were colonized by the British, mm. and then the country wanted its independence from the British, and the British gave us the independence, which which was the worst thing ever because it just got corrupted and went downhill. So that it that's been where with the British. Oh, totally. Ruling. I agree. It would have been so much better with the, the colony, British. right? Yeah. It just it just got so much worse when once we were we were um, you know colonized. So anyway, once we were decolonized, but that's where my story started. So you said decolonize, right? It was colonized right. first. It was colonized yeah. first, they and then they decolonized. They, they gained their, their freedom. independence. Yeah. They got their, their, their So you got freedom, but basically went downhill with corruption. That's right. The and government still stole very everything. It's still very... That's what usually so, happens. Uh, um, my husband was telling me he keeps up on this news, but they just found, found oil in Guyana, mm. and they are delivering like, like most of the oil in the world now. Really? Oh, but it's going to be corrupted a country. Of course. Oh, the oil. Oh, my God. Yeah, they found, like, a lot of oil in Guyana. So, which is cool. So, so that's where I grew up. I came to this country when I was 21 through an arranged marriage. Oh. And then I ran away from that it, it, quickly in a nutshell. I, I ran away from, from that marriage after 10 years. And um, that's really where my life started and my resiliency to become a coach started to build. Because I grew up in a culture where... You look down, you don't speak unless you're spoken to, um, can't look people in the eye. I, I wasn't able to do that. I Be couldn't because speak Because you're like a woman. This. Because you're a woman. Because when I'm a woman, yeah. because it's very submissive. You know, women were very submissive. I was terrified of men. I couldn't do this. This was very hard for me, um, even looking or talking to men. Because in my country, when you go to high school, the Boys are separated and girls are separated. And if teacher wants to punish you, you get to sit beside a boy. <laughs> because it was so socially like retarded. We, we weren't allowed to socialize. Okay. So you don't know how to interact with males, right? Male and female, we don't know how to interact. So um, coming here with, with all those stigmas I grew up with, a lot of abuse, you're ugly, you're stupid, you'll never amount to anything. Mm. Um, it took me a minute to get to where I am today. Wow. Right. Oh. It, it just took me a minute to get to where I am today. Becoming a coach, I was working in the corporate. It's a long story, so I am shortening yeah. it. But becoming a coach, I worked in the corporate world. Um, and my boss had challenged me to, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. Do you want to always be in this role? I've always mentored and coached people. And mm -hmm. I recognize that. I love that. Yutaka. I mentored people all my life. And mm -hmm. I realized like, it's a skill 
that I have. Mm -hmm. And if I was to, um, you know, enhance those skills, I could make a business out of it. And that's how I got into coaching. Mm -hmm. And uh, during COVID, I, um, I was coaching with the corporation. And during COVID, I, I quit. And I finished my book. I had started my book writing about my story and all the abuse and everything. I started my book. So I quit. I finished my book. I, I relaunched my coaching business. Um, and that's it. I went from there. Wow. My podcast came from a very dark place. My family didn't like that I wrote my story. It's part of their story, but it's also my story. They didn't like that. And I knew they were going to react sort of violently, but not to the extent that they did. Mm -hmm. They went all over the internet and just eviscerated me wherever my book was published. They right. just eviscerated me. Your parents. Wait, so, it was just lies. So my parents died when I was young and I grew up with some family members. I, I change all the names in my book and all the characters, so mm -hmm. I won't oust them here. But, but I grew up with them and there was a lot of abuse that went with it, mm. including putting me in an arranged marriage. It was just so much abuse. Mm. So um, they didn't like that, that I, so, so they went all over and it was calling me a liar and of say I, did, I should be in a mental institution. And it was just so bad. So I went in a dark place for six months and then I got out of it. And I just felt like when I got out of it, I, I knew clearly in my heart, I needed to give people a voice to share their stories. Mm -hmm. You would understand I felt God calling me to do that mm -hmm. because I hid my story for, for six months. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't share about my book. So I just came out of it and I was thinking, how am I going to give people a voice to share their stories of resilience? Yeah. And I um, was talking to a friend who knew John Orlando and said, did you hear about Stick Boss Studio? Perhaps you should think about starting a podcast. Yeah. And that's where my podcast was born. Oh, wow. Out of that dark place with my family. So what's, what's the name of your book? Uh, Triumph Over Failure and Fear. Mm, okay. And it's on Amazon. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get one. Yeah, yeah. I love reading. George, we wow. should have the link to the book and we could uh, add it to the... Uh, for sure, I'll put that. You know, and the and family, honestly, like some family is like your worst enemy. You know, I mean, How'd it's right yes. there. How'd you last 10 years of arranged marriage? Was it very difficult? I didn't know any better. You don't know what you don't know. I've been abused all my life. I've been physically, mentally, um, sexually abused all of my life. So going into an arranged marriage and being abused the same way just felt normal to me. You don't know what you don't know. You just don't know what you don't know. And if Jeez. you're not exposed to other environment, you think this is what your life should be. Yeah. Wow. But, but the, you, you know, um, I call it that there was defining moments in my life when my son was being abused, then that mama bear instinct kicks in and you feel like this mm. is not right. It's mm. okay for me. This is all I know. But, but you feel like this little boy should not be thrown across the room. Mm, mm, he mm. should not try to protect me at four years old. Mm. And that's where that defining moment just opened my eyes to see I can't do it for me, but I need to do it for him. And that's how I ran away. Oh my God. How many kids do you have? I have one. He's 29. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. all happened here in the States? Yeah, at uh, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, God. What part of Brooklyn? Yeah. I, if you say bye to J Train, uh, J Line, J Line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. He walks those beats. So I, I was a <laughs> York, in the day. So I was a New York City police officer <laughs> in Brooklyn, in Brownsville, in East New York. Okay, okay. So, um, he didn't meet his quota, so they made him walk. Highland Place. I, that's, Highland I was trying place. to remember the stuff. Highland Place on the J train. What brought you to that part of Brooklyn? 
Just that was the, my ex-husband. So he went back. The the men would come to America. They would get married, establish himself, and then you know Guyanese men go back to my country and look for wives. Mm. So he went back looking for wives, and and my family just gave me away to him. Like we got married in three days. Oh wow. Um. So he sponsored me and brought me, and we lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. So was that Guyanese area? Yes. It was, right? Yes, the, the little Guyana, they call oh, it yeah, little yeah. Guyana, wow. yeah. When he went there, how did that work? If you don't mind me asking, that he came for three days, like a family member just introduced you, like how did that go down? Do you remember? Because you were 20, how old were you? 21. No, I was 17. Oh, you were 17 when that happened? I just got okay. out of high school. In fact, I'm walking home my last day of high school. Yeah. And it's man, strange man sitting there, and, and they introduced <sighs> me to him. And, and it's really weird. I remember my aunt saying, She's really solid, and I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. What do you think she was saying? She was mm -hmm. telling him that I, I am really a virgin. I haven't been with anyone. Really solid. Oh, Yeah, because I wow. couldn't figure it out. But later yeah. on, as I'm thinking about yeah. it and I'm replaying the stories I'm writing my book, I realized what she was saying. Mm -hmm. Right? They were basically... They did. I don't know. I don't think money was exchanged, but they were basically yeah. wanting to get rid of me and giving me away to this man. And... um. I got married to him in three days. Wow. In in three days, like it was the saddest thing. I should have brought a picture if you'd seen the picture. But you didn't have a choice day. either. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Like what would have happened if you didn't out. if you like you tried they, to refuse it? What a beater. The abuse was so bad, like it was just going from the frying pan into the fire for me, it was just another thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been told what to do all your life. You've yeah. been told. So you got married in three days, and then when did you, and then how long did it take to get So I, I lived there with them, and then three years later, after all the papers came through, he sponsored me, I came to. Did he visit back and forth? He visited back and forth every year, and that's when I learned as he was visiting that he was totally illiterate, he was a drunk, he was abusive. Um, found out all those things for me that wasn't new. Mm -hmm. Over he came back like three weeks. You don't hear you get three weeks vacation in normal yeah. corporate, so he will come back and I I found out. Um, but um, I, I came here and I was told I can't use birth control. I couldn't even shave my legs. Can you imagine that? I couldn't shave my legs. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. Okay. I couldn't cut my hair. I couldn't do my. I yeah. had a unibrow. Can you imagine? Yeah. I couldn't. I just wow. had, and, and it wasn't. But he liked that too. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was just more of a controlling situation. Yes, of that's where I was going with but it. But he also didn't want you that's to be attracted right. to other men. Right. Oh yeah. But it was yeah. more controlling when you when you control people like that. They have no power. You take their power away. He like, didn't want you to look like pretty or... Right. Yeah. And there was that too. So I got pregnant the first... I was 21, so I got pregnant the first month yeah. I was here with, with our son. Yeah. Do you still speak yeah. to him or no? He passed away or a what? few years ago mm -hmm. alone and, you know, um, mm -hmm. I, I, oh, they don't even know how he died, but he just passed away a few years ago. In New York? Mm -hmm. By himself, yeah. yeah. Did it your son a have a relationship with him over the years too? So... My son, it's crazy. I'm telling you, you're a cop, but the judges are, they don't, I don't think anybody really cares about abusive women or men. They gave him visitation. He, he had tried to hurt us so many times, and they still gave him visitation. He, he didn't know where we lived, though. We would meet at the train station. Mm -hmm. And one day, um, uh, the, the train's coming, and he was really drunk, and he was harassing me and, and tossing me around and somebody said leave her alone and and he said but that's my wife and i'm like we're no longer married we're divorced so he grabbed me 
he took me to the end of the train tracks and he held me over the tracks and the trains coming oh my goodness and my, i can hear my son screaming for my life and i must have passed out because when i woke up i was on the tracks oh. i was just not on the track on the platform lying down and um everybody's around me screaming and i i don't know what happened to this day and my son he blocked it out mm-hmm. he can't remember what happened so i I told him after that, I was like, if you want visitation, you're going to have to take me to court because I'm going to tell them what you did. Yeah. So he, he didn't try after that. Uh, but five years later, my son turned 11 and he wanted to be adopted by my husband. I got married and he wanted to be adopted. So we had to open up that can of worms again, send him the adoption paper oh. and sign a release and everything. And um, he signed it. He took. He went to court, and the judge in New Jersey kicked him out of the courtroom. Mm, when they start asking him questions, like, then they can tell because he said I kidnapped a little boy, and and my son was saying no, and and they just kicked him out of the courtroom and and gave us full custody, so we didn't see crazy, him after that. Crazy craziness! Oh my God, yeah. you poor thing. You've definitely been through a lot. So basically, these days you're basically helping people by coaching them with. Do you? Is it several people during the week? How does it work? Like. You get clients, people need help, different types of Yeah. I so I do different coaching. There is a company called Modern Health and I upload my calendar to their platform and they send me clients so I don't look for clients. But I also have some large gaming companies that I work with in the valley and in California. I have some gaming companies that I work with and they send their executives to me and I coach them. So in regards to coaching is you have to how does it work? Are you certified with any specific? Yeah, I have several certifications. I'm certified through what's called the John Maxwell Organization. Um, that's recognized in the U.S., but I, I'm also certified through International Coaching Federation, and that's right. That's one of the most reputable coaching um, okay. certifications. So, And basically yeah. you speak at different events and so on? I speak at different events, yeah. I have spoken and shared my story or different things at events. I've done that, yeah. That's great. On the podcast, you have a weekly. How long have you been doing the podcast? I started the podcast last April. So you just talk about different topics? How does it work? I, I quickly glance at some of the content. I just have people come and share their stories. Do you have a story of resilience you share? If you're going through your problems, I don't, you can't come and share until you've gone through it and come to the resilient part of it. What are you looking at me we, for? I was just thinking we should have Jean-Ti. Yeah, she I have Jean-Ti. Yeah. Oh, I have a lot of challenges. You know, I'm a hot mess. To. I'd love to have you on my podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. We can explain really all, the, all the problems you oh, have. Oh as God. long as you came out on the resilience my side. My problem <laughs> is Colmeyer, actually. Yeah. You know, she, she told me that. Weekly. She texted me and said she has she's problems. Like a, with she's you. abused by a lot of the, the legal community. <laughs> Whatever, dude. One. <laughs> you, you're the... You're the she, she has a... Um, you bill, are the I'm abuse. Sure you're familiar with billboard um, lawyer syndrome? Dude, you are... It's, no, no, he's so full of shit. <laughs> I get is most that what of my, she struggles with? Is that sort of a disease that she struggles with? I get most of my abuse from him, actually. You know, called, I can see it. It's called, no, she, she likes, likes to. She denies it, but it's called BLS. Whatever. BLS is basically it's, it's kind of what's BLS? What's BLS? It's Billboard um, Lawyer love. Syndrome. Billboard, billboard lawyer Love syndrome? syndrome. Billboard Lawyer, lawyer syndrome. syndrome. Okay, I, BLS. You never heard he's, of it? He's she hasn't it's heard of one. it. She's been with you for exactly. seventeen years. No, he just—he <laughs> likes to make up fucking rumors. He likes to start rumors about me, right? He's very abusive. He's trying to say that—he's trying to say that I bang everybody. Honestly, you know that's what he's just trying the to, billboard legal. That's community. what he's mentioning. Oh my god! 
it's, it's bullshit. It's kind of known. It's only one. When she comes on the show, she'll talk about it. One person. When she comes on your show, okay. One. So listen, Sally. I just love how it's embellished. You know, you're so, you're so full of shit. You know that? You're so full of bullshit. I, I make her laugh. Me, see, meanwhile, see how abusive meanwhile, she, is? she has a right to bang whoever she wants. That's she all hits, she's very that. abusive to me. Yeah. So listen, jealous? Sally, what other... What other... Um, what other things would you like to share as we have a few minutes left? Is there anything that you want to share? Your wisdom, your thoughts? I w- we will tell people to follow your, you know, your podcast. I'm assuming you're on Spotify and YouTube and Facebook, all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we'll tell people that. We'll tell people to also, you have how many books? I have one book. One book, and it's called again? Triumph Over Failure and Fear. So we'll throw that up on the, on, um, the problem solver that people should buy your book and so on. And uh, anything else you want, any words of wisdom? So the whole point of the problem solver is this. So I like to help people. I'm a retired police officer. Yeah. 17 years in law enforcement, and I've been out here in Vegas 21 years. My goal is to kind of give back to the community, which I've always done is helping people. So I'm totally available for people to call the problem solver number. We have a phone number, which is 999-1111. Just like the police says 911, this is 999-1111. People call different problems. I try to refer them to different places. Like if someone needs coaching or therapy, I say, hey, you know, call... Sally, you know, she's great. Mm-hmm. She's got a podcast. You can learn from her. So I would try to refer people that, like, I would call in my network of people. So if people needed a lawyer, they needed a therapist, they needed a mortgage agent, whoever mm-hmm. it may be, my goal is to basically, you know, put, surround myself with good people that are trustworthy and honest and refer them in the right direction. So it's kind of like you're being interviewed today as well because now I can say, hey, I know this girl Sally, you know, yeah, talk with yeah. her. So everyone's a little bit different of the things that you offer, especially maybe because you were more of an abusive, you know, um, relationship or abusive past that someone like yourself that we meet that isn't like an abusive situation you'd probably be perfect to talk to them because you've been through right. just like we have different experiences so i'm all about referring people to good people so we definitely want to do that but is there anything that you want to share wisdom or anything in general that you want to share with us before we uh finish yeah up? yeah sure um people usually ask me um you know one of the things i get like you've been through some hard things and you you know, you got out of it, you came out of it. And um, I feel like I am living resiliently. And then I would get the comment, but other people are lazy or they, they just don't want to, right? And I feel like there's such stigmas around that and it's not true. Mm-hmm. We have to meet people where they are. I was thinking about this as I was driving here. Um, I think it's so important that we don't judge people and we meet them where they are because everybody is in a different level of their journey. It took me I was 28 years old when I got out of mine, and then it took me another 10 years to get to where I am today. Um, so, so we can't look at people and say they deserve what they're getting because they choose not to leave or they choose not to get out of their situation. I feel like everybody, um, whatever they're dealing with, it, they have to be ready to get out of it. Yeah, so if true. you're their friend, surround them and be there for them. And when they're ready, <coughs> They're going to go, but meet them where they are. Don't try to get them to meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kudos. That's great wisdom. Like I said, we'll definitely refer you to people to help out. I will share with you every month. Um, we, we, it's called Las Vegas Social Network. There's a luncheon where it's kind of networking and learning and um, a speaker. I like to have you be a speaker. You know, normally you talk about 20 minutes and people have questions and answers. So we've actually have, t- it's the last Wednesday of every month. Tomorrow, as you know, Dr. Leslie. Um, she's going to be speaking, um, I guess, kind of like coaching as well in regards. I think she has a different realm than you do. Right. Um, so she's going to be speaking tomorrow. Mm. Much of you know, did you get the 
Oh, yeah, you I saw come? that, yes. So it's at Larry's, the last Wednesday of every month, Larry's. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so if you want, I think maybe even September, October, if you want to come speak in general and then bring your book and stuff like that and share yeah. some of your wisdom, stuff like that, it'd be great to have you there, especially, you know, like I say, even if you could just help one person, two people, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. To yeah. me, I get great satisfaction with helping people and referring them, you know, in the right places, um, especially, like, like I said, as a cop, that's all I would do is go to people's homes and try to solve people's problems. So I, I do get a high from that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. He helps everybody else. He puts me down, though. Yeah, I just try to make her laugh. Yeah, so thanks. Just, it, thanks, Dave. It's comical. <laughs> you know, she's like, the she's the comedy. It's how he shows the, love. Right. Yeah. You don't want to know what he'll do if he doesn't exactly, like you. Exactly, exactly. I know. I mean, I, it takes me back to like uh, you know elementary school when boys were picking on me, and they'd say, oh, "Well, he look, likes you." Putting gum in your hair. Right, right. Hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hitting you. me and stuff like, "Oh, that boy likes you." Oh, is, oh yeah. is the funny thing is, mine's good? words, but she's always like slip. You know, always trying to hurt me. Slapping and punching and stuff. I, I saw and that. Goes, so I, I'm very, I'm very. She's, like, she's oh. physically abusive. I'm trying, I saw I'm that. trying to make her laugh. So I saw that. Yeah. Oh yeah, so the, mm -hmm. the intimidation. So amazing. She can tell. Yeah, she she's can amazing, tell. but you know, we try to laugh a little bit in general. Yeah. So Sally, thank you so much, Sally Allen. Thank yeah. you so much for joining. Um, is there a Instagram phone number you want to give out or anything like that 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 people can follow you? Sure, Sally Allen Podcast. Okay. And um, that's my Instagram handle, Sally Allen Podcast, and also. Sally Allen underscore eight two eight. That's my other Instagram. You can follow me there. Awesome. Yay, thank follow, you. Follow Sally, guys. Thank so you. So again, much. Sally, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. It was great information, and um, you know, you've definitely been through a lot. You know, when some people think that you know, ourselves that we've been through a lot in our lives, I mean, you've definitely have been through a lot, and you survived it, which is an amazing story. And for you to share that with others, I'm sure it's not easy, but it's definitely, um, I'm sure it's helpful. It's kind of therapeutic, probably. For you to talk about in the mm -hmm. same way as you're helping others by showing how you can overcome and be this successful person helping others pay it forward as well. So thank you so much for all that you do for helping mankind because I know you reach a lot of people. You know, we so admire you. Absolutely. Thank you. Let us know again with Kimber when you when you go back as well. Yeah. And then no, seriously. Maybe we can support or I, do some I things or, even, with you. or donate yeah. some money as well to you know for the cause of what you're doing. So again, thank you so much, Sally Allen. Appreciate your time, and thank you so much, um, Janti. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Sharing you wisdom as usual. Sure. So I'm Dave. <laughs> so I'm Dave Comey, the Problem Solver. Again, 702-999-1111, um, theproblemsolver.vegas. Any type of problems that you have. Of course, someone like Sally Allen, if we can refer you to her as well, if you're having some problems, you want to talk, coaching, mentorship as well. Um, any type of problem that you have, please reach out to the Problem Solver. Again, thank you so much for joining us this week. Be careful, be safe. We'll see you next week.